0: I'll do it. I mean, do you want me to do it? I don't care. I'll do it. <laughs> no. The,
1: the, the fans expect it from Danny. Like,
0: <laughs>
2: like, oh, it'd, be
1: like, it, it'd be like a show ending <laughs> without <laughs> you going.
2: The
0: best is at the beginning of our last show, you hear you come on and you hear cheer the end of
3: skirt.
1: That's
0: what you here
1: I <laughs> I kept it on purpose. It was too good to not just like Skirt. sprinkle it in.
3: Skirt.
0: Yeah. Skirt. Okay. All right,
3: let's oh, do shit.
1: it. All right, you guys go for it. Trying to get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up in the headphone. Yeah. Granite, get a lot of dough and dirt to water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and vomit nose, anything is possible. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Granite, Welcome back, everybody, to I'm a Pop Star, Not a Doctor, featuring your boy C. Diddy.
0: C. Diddy? You're not C. Diddy? I thought you were Cuff Daddy. I'm Sharif Biche, a.k.a. the American Pharaoh, but I guess I'll have to come up with an alter ego again.
2: I'm full tilt today, baby. I had a really good day, so I'm feeling it. I'm feeling myself.
0: (laughs) So so your day is inversely proportional to your internet connection.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, So there's like 2 million people in the Valley. I think there's like 7 million people in LA. These numbers are probably way off, but I know it's in the millions. And like our internet just goes out. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but I have top-notch internet, top-dollar internet.
0: Well, it's not just that. It's like rolling blackouts and brownouts, and no water, and you know, heat in the valley to 105. But it sounds amazing. I want to do that tomorrow. It
2: it's pretty cool. I did. I did have to wear. Uh, I wore a jacket today. It was a little chilly. It was like 67. So I had a jacket on.
0: I was just outside. It is presently 68 degrees here in Detroit. <laughs> And I uh, was just wearing a T-shirt. So.
2: <laughs> That's because you're used to that shit, dude. It's so cold over there. I mean, I, I'll visit you, but it's, it's really cold. I'm going to Chicago in two weeks, and I'm hoping it's not going to be too cold.
0: I don't think it'll be. I just was in Chicago last weekend, and it was actually warm. But in two weeks, anything is possible, just like our song, you know?
2: <laughs> you're, so, but, you're, yeah.
0: you're, so, you're so weather competitive. Uh, no, and that's what I was just going to say. Why are we competing? You're I mean, competing with me. You're competing with me. You're jealous. I don't of my compete. Four People compete with me. No, you're jealous of <laughs> my four seasons. You want my four seasons. You don't want hot, hotter, rolling brown out, no water. drought. <laughs> Those are your seasons. I even added one. Those are I your mean, seasons.
2: yeah, I guess we're competitive. I mean, it's kind of our nature, right? Like, we've been competing... This whole way to get to where we are.
0: We've been competing on this show. You keep saying it's your show. So I put it (laughs) on my show. Did people,
2: did people used to call you like when I was in med school, all my friends called me a gunner. They said I was a gunner because I was studying really hard and I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon. Did they say that to you?
0: Hell yeah, they did. I mean, I think, I think anybody that went into orthopedics, they were like, oh, there's an ortho gunner. And it's like I can't help it if you're going to pick something that's much much easier to get, but of course I have to gun. I, I mean, and I know I know who I'm competing with, and I know what I need to accomplish to get to where I want to be.
2: I was a friendly gunner though, like, and and, and any of my med student friends will know.
0: if Is that they're your su- dog. Yeah, Is your dog to dog- be on the show.
2: Bring him on the show. Dog. No, we're gonna have my dog on the show soon. Don't spoil it. But anyways. You know, I knew I had it on lock, right? Like, I was just really good at anatomy and I was in the lab all the time. So, I actually used to put on practice tests for my class. Like, I would make up fake tests in the anatomy lab and, and quiz them out of my own accord just to help everybody out, right? So, I was, yes. I was definitely friendly just because I knew yes. no, nobody was going to beat me.
0: But see, I think that's a good thing. I mean, well that's that's pretty confident and I appreciate that because I think to to be, just like Joe Abood said on our last show, um, your hyperbole of cuff Daddy is you gotta earn that. And he kind of like checked the box for you. and but at some point, you had to be competitive. And had you said that a few like if you had said that during residency or even during your fellowship, like yo motherfuckers, I'm Cuff Daddy. They'd be like, <laughs> uh, I don't think I you to say that.
2: I was a Nano in residency. Remember, everybody called me Nano.
0: And I and as much as I love you, I want to tell you you're still Nano, but that's not <laughs> the point. It's not the point. But
2: even the even point. in residency, man. I mean, I was like, I was still gunning. I re- I really wanted to be chief resident. I don't know what it was, but I just wanted to do it. So I just worked really hard, and I constantly need to chase something right so it was mm-hmm. something i needed to chase so i had to be the best resident best senior resident but i was never like malicious right like i try to bring right. people up with me and that's why we hang out that's why i hang out with joe like i love not the it's i don't even even call it friendly competition it's just like being a baller and being hanging out with other ballers right like 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 when michael jordan was with Scottie pippen even though Scottie Pippen was number two, like he was still a badass basketball player and they came up together. Like there was no Jordan without Pippen.
0: No, that's fair. I think it's a weird example now since Jordan's son <laughs> is trying to marry Pippen's ex wife, but that's a whole other story. You're always um, bringing
2: up weird shit. This is the podcast about doctors.
0: Know, uh, no, it, not, it says, I'm not a doctor. I'm bringing up random shit. I'm not being a doctor. However, no, I I agree with you. I think there's definitely a competition and I think there's two different types of competition. I think there's the competition between you and I, and it can be friendly or not. And then there's also the competition with yourself and what do I want to accomplish and how do I have to get there? And it might not necessarily be competition, but it's these, these um levels that we set up for ourselves to achieve. And when you achieve it, that one of the things I hate about myself is that when I achieve it, I'm like, what's next? I don't even take that split second to own it and like enjoy it, process it, be so happy. I just jump to the next one. Like, okay, did it. Check. What next? I need to get better at that.
2: That's the shark in you. You know what happens when sharks stop swimming, right? They die.
0: Oh. All right. They just keep swimming. Isn't that what? Yeah, it's a Dora. Not <laughs> Dory. Dory. Dory, not Dora. It's
2: totally different. No, dude. I mean, that, and that's the thing. But that's what keeps you going. That's what keeps me going. And I like the, you know, I don't, I never like to... To showboat or like try to be like, oh, I'm doing this better. But you know, you will hang around with people, and and they'll see you trying to like excel constantly. And, and some people will take it a, a different type of way, right? They'll they'll think like, why are you always going to be this? Why are you going to be that? I don't I don't know why we have to be that. It's just part of us. But that's why I like hanging around you and hanging around Joe and Scott Paxton and Jerry Williams and all these guys because we're all just. Like we we just have this crazy drive and I don't think we're all trying to one up each other. I think we're trying to impress each other so that we can all hang out.
0: Right. I'm not disagreeing with that. I think the key, though, is you got to do it in a way I, I, I really like what you said. It's like you do it in a way where you can be competitive and bring people with you. I think when you become competitive and the bad attributes come out is where bad things happen for all parties. It, it stifles those that are trying to come up because that person is pushing them down. The person pushing them down is not concentrating on getting better because he's too busy worrying about pushing somebody else down. I, I think all parties are affected by that. So I think there's power in elevating everybody. For sure. And, and so I, I think that's really important that when we say we compete – I think that's, that. It, it just, there's a little bit of a misnomer there. I think when you're talking about yourself, it's drive. It's to be driven. Like, what is it going to take for you to get to where you want to be? And then when you get there, are you going to be happy? And if you're not, then is that what you really wanted to achieve? Or was there more? Or is it just you and your, your headache space between the six inches between your ears?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I just know that. I just got to keep going. And, uh, you know, we're, everybody has a struggle, man. Everybody's got shit going on in their life. And I wake up every day, new day, and I got to keep going. So, you know, these are the things that kind of drive me. And, you know, the, the the friendly competition, I guess you would say, right? Like, I want to be like Joe Pood. And I don't need to be better than, you know, Surren Dari, but I want to be in the room with him, right? I want to be in the room right. where it happens.
0: So let me ask you this. <laughs> If I told you I could do 136 push-ups, what would you say?
2: I would try to compete with you and see if I could do that and beat you. You exactly. know what's funny? is because like I actually like to lose a little bit. Why like when I that. lost. No, I do. It's weird. I, I like it. And like when, because I, I you get tired of winning. And like when you lose, it like re- reinvigorates me. I'm like, oh, shit. I got to step up my game, and then I can go back into the drawing board and you know try to step. It's like when like when Joe Boots' kids beat me at ping pong, I actually really enjoyed that, but somebody beat me because at my house nobody beats me. So it's nice to lose sometimes because then it kind of keeps you in check.
0: I'm gonna call bullshit because <laughs> when, I to, call when, I call to, when I when I talked to when I when I talked to he was like Danny was so pissed. He was like Danny was so upset.
2: I was, but like, it's like any athlete, right? Like you're mad when you lose, but you don't give up. You just keep playing. And then the next time when you win, you know, you savor it and you don't showboat, but it's just, it's all part of the battle.
0: Well, I appreciate that. But I think when you, when you have that competition, you just got to decide for yourself for what purpose. And And just just so you know,
2: I've had many pushup competitions, like one recently, probably in the
0: last year. (laughs) <laughs> so i i just so it's funny i had this guy that i did his distal biceps he he ruptured it and uh i said to him like how'd you do this and he goes push-up competition and i was like really like that's kind of a weird way to do it i mean i'd expect like arm wrestling or something else but he's a he was an atf agent so i'm like thinking he's coming in he's got all his gear on and he's got all like 16 guns and Bunch of clips, and I was like, "Okay, um what? How did this happen?" And he's telling me, and I was like, "Not at work." I was, I wanted a cool story, and all I got out of it was that he was doing a push-up contest with his brother-in-law, <laughs> and that was it. I was like, "That's a terrible." I mean, that's a,
2: it's never a cool story. Like, I just last week I had somebody break their arm arm wrestling, and they were shocked. And I was like, "Oh, shit happens all the time. I see it literally all the time."
0: Well, let me guess, it's I guess it transverse.
2: That's why I don't do spiral. That's why I don't. That's why I don't do arm wrestling because I'm scared someone's gonna break my arm.
0: The only reason I asked those is because you posted that picture of it. And I thought that was one of them. It seems like it'd be more spiral, but okay. Yeah. That,
2: no, I had another one. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but with Damn.
0: competition, since our show, our show, <laughs> and we compete for my you show. You just
2: said it was my show off stage like five <laughs> ten minutes ago.
0: Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> but you're, but but you're here now, so I'm gonna say that it's our show. Uh, but but when I was when I stepped away to have like a cheese stick for dinner, and then you said to Bobby, I think I overheard as walking back into my office, it was, "Hey, is he gonna come on my show?" Did I not hear that? Or did I did I hear that? Okay. No,
2: so, dude, we were making fun of your cheese sticks, and I was talking. I said that I give cheese sticks to my dog.
0: Cause you're anti, cause I'm anti-vegan. You're, you're full, you're fully. Whatever. Vested, so. I'm
2: not about, I'm not about the labels. It's just something that I do. And it just happens to be cool. Equality <laughs> there you go. Competing against. again. See, that's another thing too. Like people get so competitive when I say that I don't eat meat or something, then it's like this huge thing. And it's like, okay, bro. Like it's not that big of a deal. It's just something that I do. But I don't know if they get offended or competitive, but then and then all of a sudden it turns into a flex down and I'm flexing my arm and they're showing my abs. And maybe we're doing push-ups. I don't but think pretty...
0: that I don't I don't know where you're having these arguments, but that's <laughs> not that's super weird.
2: <laughs> but it ha- I think it happened with Paul Sethi Me and Paul Sethi did a push-up competition after we it. taught a course in the middle of the street. Uh, and Joe Aboud recorded it and and you know, I was trying to do one-handed push-ups and I think I ate it.
0: Oh, geez. So let me ask you this. If you're walking down the street in one of those alleys that now it's safe, let's, let's, you know, how some days you say it's not so safe. And there's this little taco truck and there's this lady and she's making some sick ass tacos, tamales, the whole nine. Are you going to look at her and be like, bro, I can do it so much better? Or are you going to just eat it and just like whatever it is, you're going to accept it? Or in your no brain, right? I could do better.
2: Those are danger tacos. That's like <laughs> diarrhea for sure. I don't eat any street food. <laughs> no way, danger dogs, none of that stuff. I uh, okay, so you, you
0: missed miss. So that it's a,
2: that's a thing in L.A. There's like on, on like on and Thursday, Friday night. Every major intersection where I live, there's a huge taco stand, and there's like a line out the door. And I always drive by. I'm like, "There's no way I'm eating that shit." I mean, I'm sure it's good, but I just don't know. Like, do they wash their hands? Like, do they pick their nose? Do they spit no. on it?
0: No,pe yeah. they do. Not, they do none of those things. They, they do, do nothing all for those hygiene. things. People,
2: people cook. No. Gross. Like, have you ever worked in a restaurant? It's
1: gross.
0: Yes. Yes. It's think? it's nasty. It's gross. Ah. <laughs> uh... Anyways, so speaking of competition, tonight's guest Molly Sullivan. She is something when it comes to competition. Who is Molly so, Sullivan? I, you know what? They just they just handed me a card and they said you, you need you need to bring her on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, she she's wonderful. You'll you'll really enjoy her. She's got a great story. I mean, she was a college athlete. Uh, she won. One national championship at uh, University of Virginia playing uh, lacrosse. She, she had three, however, trips to the national championship, but uh, she wasn't good enough to deliver the win. I'm just trying to get under her skin. because, but You know, sure that she makes
2: sense. Nervous. That makes sense. I didn't know she was an athlete, but now that I know that, that makes sense, and it tells me a lot about why she is. Like She knows every everybody orthopedic <laughs> surgeon in the world. They like all know her. And I remember I pulled her aside at a meeting. I was like, what the hell do you do?
0: <laughs> well, now you get to well, ask. So, <laughs> hey, Bobby, bring her on. Molly Sullivan. Hi, Brian. Hey, you, really? You're just going to put Molly? What do you want to be? I'm American Fair. We got Cuff Daddy last week. We no. got the Lebanon Don.
3: You know, I, I don't think I can name myself. It has to come organically. You know, you can't,
0: you can't do that. All right. We got to figure something out well, before the end of the pod.
3: Makes me incredibly uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> it's in
0: your game. Right. <laughs> Molly,
2: <laughs> Molly organically. <laughs> so, Molly. Molly, you got to tell us. So, what is it that you do? Like, how do you know, how come you're at all the, the big shoulder meetings that
3: I go to, you know, all the famous shoulder surgeons and you, like, what is it that you do? That's the great question. You asked me this question <laughs> when I saw you in Arizona coming back from dinner with some surgeon friends. Do you remember this? And you were pulling I do. Up, you were pulling up in your Uber just getting there late at night and we were tumbling out of the car returning from dinner and you looked at me and you were like, what the hell do you do for work?
0: <laughs> I can't wait to <laughs> it.
3: and ever since then I've been trying to get out of doing this podcast.
0: Um <laughs> I got a silly question to ask you. Is that me behind you on that picture? It oh, sure um, looks like me.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I just this is, is that
0: Danny. A... Yeah. It's and okay, cool. And yeah, Danny's yeah. over there with hair.
3: Danny's over there. <laughs> You're over there. Um, uh,
0: what? My yeah, yeah, that's you, buddy. And I, just wanted,
3: a... I just wanted you guys to feel like you were. Wait, what? Like,
0: like you, were you have a short. picture
3: of us inside your house? Um, yeah, this is my office. And I, just thought, I just thought <laughs> that you guys look over there. You are you look great. These are, and there's, oh, there's that, there's this animal that I saw on vacation who I took a picture of. But you guys, you're young bucks, you know? <laughs> <You're so> amazing. <laughs> that's what. That's creepy. I feel like that's, that's this is like a weird Netflix show. <laughs> I, figured, I figured no one actually watches this, right? So I could
0: nobody. I could,
3: no, people watch right? this. It's, people no, watch there's this.
0: Three people that are listening right now, and they're the three people that are on. They're We're three good. people whose faces We're good. we can see good. right now. We're yeah. We're good. We're good. We're good. So let's talk about competition. Talk to me about lacrosse, like when, how, why, Mm -hmm. and then three chances at the title and you only got one.
3: I, I mean, I'm a massive failure guys. Yeah. Um, no, I grew up in Baltimore. It's just what we do. It's like hockey in Detroit, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just sort of, I had a lot of older cousins that were boys. I have an older brother, everyone in my whole family played D1 college across. So it was just sort of what. I thought I was going to do always. Um, and you want to talk about competition. When I was the age that you get recruited, I had an older cousin who played on the men's lacrosse team at university of Virginia, and they won a national championship that year. What a men's program does has nothing to do with how a woman's program does, but I saw him win. And I was like, Oh, I want to do that. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. And I'm going to do that. And then And that was it. And then ended and then ended up there. Yeah, ended up at UVA. And um it was the best. I love being on a team. I'm obviously very competitive.
0: Where did it, that come from? Is that team. mom? Is it dad? Is it family?
3: Like no, like- I think it's like intrinsic motivation, right? Like I, I have an older brother, so we definitely got into it a lot when I was growing up. And he he kind of brought out in me. This character trait, where if you tell me I can't do something, I definitely want to prove you wrong. <laughs> you know, saying "Hey Molly, will you do this with me?" is not always the best way to get it done. But saying "Hey, you probably couldn't do 136 push-ups," will make, <laughs> we'll make me want it. Will make me definitely want to do
0: 137. <laughs> cuff dad, Daddy, you don't know how to do a cuff. You don't know how to fix a cuff right.
3: You can't do that. You don't know how to do that. That. That, would, yeah. that would make
2: me want to do it. So it makes you want to do it. Yeah. That begs that begs the question. So female athlete. I have a really good friend, uh, Myra Travella. She's a D one lacrosse player from Yale. She's sports. She works at Newport Orthopedic Institute now, and she became a doctor. If you don't become a doctor, and I know you're not a doctor. A lot of athletes become, A lot of athletes become reps. So are you yes. a rep? One hundred percent
3: fit every blueprint for an orthopedic device rep, minus the fact that I'm not a white guy in a navy blue blazer. Like the rest of it is the same, like super competitive, team environment stuff, college athlete. Like that's that's what every device rep that you guys have ever had is. I just happened to be a girl, which was a little bit different 20 years ago. Now there's more women in the industry, but back then. Well, walk
0: us through that. I mean, because- traditionally where it's 90 some percent men in orthopedics. It's changing now, which I think is good. Yeah. Uh, and then back then, I mean, I've been doing this for like 17 years and it I can't even remember but a handful of women reps or women in the industry. And now there's so many, which is awesome. But like, what was that like early on?
3: So it's a little bit of a tricky question because I definitely don't think that I'm able to sort of speak for women as a whole in the industry or, or anything like that. But from my own personal experience, um, you know, I think whatever it is that makes you different, it can either be your greatest weakness or it can be your greatest strength, right? And I prefer to lean into the challenger side of it, like we just talked about, and think, okay, like let's make this my biggest strength. Like, did I have doors closed because I was a young woman in the sea of white guys and Navy blue blazers? Like probably. Um, but I definitely also had doors opened and whether that was a hundred percent merit, or if it was because I was a woman, or if it was because I have these like really cool, super smart surgeon friends who like cropped the door open for me so I could sneak in. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was, you know, what the real reason was, but what I do know is when you are different or you are a woman, a woman in a room full of men, you gotta be twice as good, you know? And like, if you're, if you're Muggsy Bogues getting drafted, like, and everyone's like, why is this little guy out here? You better be fast as hell, you know? And that's, that's sort of why I feel like I've, I've done well my
0: career. No, I think it's the Muggsy Bogues one is great because I mean, you're in the NBA dudes five, three and, and can dunk. So you better be able to bring it. I mean, (laughs) the kid can jump through the gym. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's you and listen to everything you're saying and you're, you're right. It's, it's an unfair position that you were put in, but unfortunately that was what it was. And there could have been the oh, woe is me, I can't compete and I can't do this because they're mean to me. I love that he keeps changing. You're Molly Organic, now you're Molly Blue Blazer. <laughs> blue
3: blazer. Oh my God, never, please. If you ever see me in a branded golf shirt, like from one of the companies I work oh. for, put me out to pasture. Please. All
0: right, will do. I remember that. <laughs> I,
2: I like, you know, I like that you overcame the adversity, right? So especially yeah. in this industry, is the adversity is that you're a female and 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 that's, and you push through that, which is awesome. You know, they I always tell like people, like pressure, pressure busts pipes or pressure makes diet. And I like the pressure, right? I liked it for me, like you know, minority in orthopedics, that's the thing. You're 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 also minority in orthopedics, but I like that we're all the same though. Like, look, you're an athlete, we all hang out. It's crazy that we're all friends. And I don't know why it always circles around like being an athlete. <laughs> like the first episode I was talking about, surgeon yeah. athlete. Right. It's, it's weird. It's, it's something about being on a team, being an athlete, being competitive. And it just kind of, I think it just, any successful person has all these like similar traits.
3: Totally. And I mean, think about the, you know, you mentioned, Sharif, there's not a ton of female surgeons. Think about the ones you do know. Like they're badasses.
0: No, they're ballers. They're ballers. Hey, th-
3: There's Janet so many more in Melissa Wright, um, Melissa Julie. Wright's baller. April yeah. Armstrong's a badass. Yep. Uh, you know, Sh- Doctor Chablis. Like, th- it's it's amazing because they they really went through it. I didn't really struggle, guys. You know, I'm. It's not it's not that hard. I and I actually <laughs> didn't think about it all that much. I think it's worked to my advantage in a lot of circumstances as well. Like just like you said, being a little bit different, um, standing out a little bit. I'm not I'm not shy so that helps <laughs> a little
0: You're definitely outgoing and that's a great that's a great attribute. I, I just I mean are we just going to gloss over that my picture behind what? her just yeeted itself off the wall. I
3: did, you didn't want to be on <laughs> didn't want to be on the screen anymore. Should I turn now so that you guys can see how did you get, can I see the picture of myself? I feel like I look chubby. Like, I look like Well, a picture. I, I found this, you know what? I found this actually in that cab ride I was talking about. There's, I don't have any overhead. There we go. This is wow. 2017. Wow. You were at oh. a rooftop party that I threw in New Orleans. Oh, shit. My that company, was at the ASES. Yeah, ASES. The company that I work with, WRS, threw a fun party on the rooftop. And there you are with your aviators and-
0: <laughs> look at look at, at what you was that meat or no meat at that point
2: that was uh the beginning of no meat i think no Ooh. no no oh yeah i remember going there that's right i didn't i starved that weekend that weekend sucked but i did and i didn't like new orleans that much but the party was cool <laughs> thank you, you thank you i was like oh, excuse me wow. we threw
3: good parties
0: Oh, <laughs> my and, then, and then i'm just on the ground now so it's cool
3: yeah you i'm gonna leave you there is that cool okay <laughs>
0: gonna... it works it works for me
3: i literally me. like took my diplomas and like pictures of my family down off the wall 10 minutes before this so that i could put you guys up there
0: i and appreciate then, that i you think just- you're going for best best guest ever I mean, I mean that's, that's pretty
3: cool I'm, he hangs out I'm with the him. most unqualified guests that you have or probably will ever have. So there's I no qualifications. The wheels somehow, you know. There's no, no. qualifications to be on our show.
0: No, that's true. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, so that's nice. Bobby just our producer just wrote. I thought it was a pick of Kim Kim Jong Un. Oh my god! It's like no dick, it's me. Wow. Do you know?
2: Do you know Bobby? Let's bring Bobby. Bobby. Bobby on in.
1: What's up, guys? Bobby,
2: me, Molly. Molly, me, Bobby. Down to
1: Listen, Molly and I know each other well at this point. We've been talking nonstop for the past two days, trying right. to figure out how to fuck
3: with you guys this entire episode. We, but- we really, we've been thinking about it. I'm like, Bobby, Sh- what kind of rules do we have?
1: Yeah, and Sheree, I said no rules. I, I was like, you the need fuck- to put...
2: <laughs> Why the hell does Bobby have sound effects and we don't? Like I feel like
3: I I need an entrance song too. Like, how, this is bullshit.
2: You, you want an entrance song? Sound
3: Please. Um, I can do that for you. Would you like an entrance song? Because I feel pretty strongly about walk-ups. Like you guys were yes. talking about the other day. I think <laughs> that there should be walk-ups for every orthopedic meeting I'm really would like no no yeah. I've talked I'm about really this like at the hospitals
2: talk. I've talked about this at the hospitals it's like is there any way that I can get an entrance song like when I walk into the hospital can you we play it. like a song across the hospital and they people look at me like I'm crazy but I'm well, dead which, ass maybe
3: they just don't have the right song I have the right song I have the right okay song.
0: go I know obviously you guys have worked on something so go for it <laughs>
2: I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call it. I wish I had a rabbit and a hat with a bat a 6
0: I
3: wish I was a
0: little bit
2: taller.
3: No,
0: I can live with that for him. What'd you men? pick for me?
3: Well, I mean, I don't have my sound effects now, so I, I'm not going to do slam poetry like my man over here. Every time you do that, I feel like I should be snapping.
0: I mean, I just sit back. I just sit back. So let, let's, let's keep going because um, I, I, you caught me off guard here. Uh, with all that's going on and, and you're, you're all over the place and you're kind of, I mean, everyone asks me like, what does Molly do? And I'm like, she's a fixer. You're the person that John Wick, you know, they, they call that the cleaner in that one part. The where cleaner, he's like, yes. I think have a reservation for 12 and then like he had murdered 12 people at his house. And then so, Pulp
2: Fiction had the wolf. You're like, yeah. that
0: guy. Yes. You're, <laughs> you're you're that person. You're the wolf, the cleaner, yeah. the, the fixer, whatever. That's what I think you are, because it's almost like with all these small startups and as they get bigger once you come on it just becomes like an immediate success why
3: well that's really very nice um here's here's what i think it is i live in this world where i i spent a long time working in the or i was like maybe close to a dozen years as an or and then i transitioned out of the or and started working on the clinic side of things right and What I really liked about working in the OR, like outside of the energy of it all and the fact that um, like every day was game day, you know, like it's just so high intensity. I love that. But the other thing I loved about it was you're kind of like always solving a puzzle a little bit. And, you know, I liked being in the OR and watching you guys do shoulder repairs and like trying to figure out how to fix it. And like what other equipment we could bring in to help. Like that's something that I always really loved. So then when I left the OR and I started working in the clinics, I was like, Whoa, we want to talk about fixing things. Like you guys, you got 99 problems in there. Most of the time, the, they're usually understaffed. Your people are super busy. You guys don't always have time to talk proactively with patients about stuff that they're super concerned about. Um, And I sort of live in this, the center of this Venn diagram of like kind of understanding what happens in the OR, understanding like the patient human side of it. And then also understanding what the practice staff deals with, like they're short staffed. You guys don't have a lot of space. You don't have a lot of time. So I kind of just have this interesting view of all of it, I think, Um, And I think it's fun to sort of solve the problems, right? So patients will ask doctors all the time, what can I be doing, right? They're scared. Surgery is like the biggest, scariest thing that's happened to a lot of people, right? So they want to know how they can prepare, what they can control, what it is that is a part of it that's not just in your hands, you know, and it's a really hard it's a super obtuse thing, right? It's really hard for you guys to answer and you don't really have that much time. So what I've been able to do, and thankfully I have like really wonderful, smart surgeon friends who bring these ideas to me and help me with this, but the I'm able to say, okay, patients have problems with pain. I work with this great company, WRS, that does these amazing cold compression therapy machines, right? Patients have questions about their nutrition or what they can control. And I'm working with this nutrition company, CSN, that's able to provide something for patients for that. People are worried about sleep. There's a solution there, you know? And if I can bring it to a doctor and a clinic and say, hey, we can probably solve these problems for you. And also, but wait, there's more, these are revenue opportunities for the practice and it's not gonna be super hard for your staff. I think it solves a patient problem, a practice problem, and a physician problem. And it, you know, put the puzzle pieces together, which I like. No,
0: that, that makes total sense because I, I think you actually hit on something really interesting from the standpoint of the office. It's uh, uh, your rate limiting step is your staff. We want that sleep we want for the patient. We want the nutrition for the patient. We want the pain relief for the patient, but your staff will say, you know what? It's just going to take too long. There's no way that we can see the patient do this, check them out, take them up front, whatever, and do all that. So one of the really interesting things, at least I know with, uh, with, with some of these ancillary revenue streams, which obviously makes sense for the patient is the QR code and how simple it is for them to just click on that code. We introduce it to the patient and then they can get it, takes it away from the responsibility of the staff. But it actually, I think also motivates your staff to say, I can talk about this cause it's not gonna slow me down and slow us down because that's what they're worried about is how far behind are we gonna get? And so I think it's really smart the way like you've incorporated some of these like new technologies to do that. I mean, for Christ's sake, C. Diddy over here has a little AI guide that I'm now going to get one and I'm pretty fired up about it. And I get to train this AI dude and he tells everybody everything.
3: So it's,
0: it's really interesting how everything's changing and how uh, technology really has, is, is really going to push a lot of this stuff forward too.
2: I like, I like, I heard that you're a problem solver and that's huge. I remember I was was talking to somebody recently and they're like, I want to make an implant or I want to make an anchor and I want to do this and I want to do that. And like, I remember Mark Frankel, you know, he's a big shoulder surgeon. He's like, well, you got to find the problem first. Right. And then if you find the problem and you search for the solution, you know, that's where you're going to get, like, you're designing your implants or you're going to get your company or whatever. Like that's kind of like where you were just saying like you're getting your success because you're solving problems. Right? That's how we
0: yeah. came up with this podcast. We, we, we had a problem. <laughs> yes. There's a bunch of notes. The problem was there's no podcast but orthopedic surgeons that were absolute imbeciles. So we, we <laughs> took care of
3: it. Solutions, guys. <laughs> you're, you're the solutions, guys.
1: You're the solutions. The problem was <laughs> that there was,
3: there was
2: a podcast without me. I wanted to be on the podcast. So that was <laughs> actually awesome. the, the
1: story. <laughs> the story actually goes I was asked by some of my clients um, some other surgeons who said, Hey, we're really into these podcasts, but we do want to hear some just dumb assery, um, Thanks. just to get us out of the mood. Can you find two guys that you can put together <laughs> to create that show? And I was like, you know what? I got the guys for you. You're
3: like, not even, not only do I have the two guys, I have this perfect girl that's highly unqualified to be our recorded guest. and we're going to bring her in and we're going to do it together. <laughs> she
0: could be our, she could be our 10th guest. It'll be great
3: it's great you you guys ran out your rolodex is emptied after nine and you're like oh (laughs) shit
0: (laughs) it's like everybody else didn't know
3: i want to hear about the csn thing what's that okay uh well it's a nutrition company complete surgical nutrition.com everybody go team um you know it's (laughs) like i said it's, it's a thing that you i mean you guys know but for the six people potentially who listen to this who are not orthopedic surgeons, it sounds like it's something that you guys get asked a lot, right? And it's something that patients know can be within their control, and it's just really hard. There's a lot of studies out there that show that certain vitamins help with certain types of healing, and that there are certain types of amino acids that you know your your body uses for muscle synthesis. Like, there's there's a lot of research around this. And I think it's been really hard for physicians to figure out how to take what they know, right? Like what you intellectually know is the right thing for people and have a way to deliver it to everyone. And so, doctors, so it's, you know, already, it's a nutritional supplement. It's a nutritional supplement. Mm-hmm. That's a, probably uh, an important thing to mention. And so, yeah. what it is, you know, it, it's t- it's just making things easier for the patient. Right, it's making it easy to get what you need. I'm a regular person, right? Like I had Chick Fil A for lunch today. Did oh. I have? Did I have Halloween candy for dinner tonight? Maybe I did. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> there's do <laughs> there's days where I do better, and there's days where it's Halloween season, you know. So I recently had a couple surgeries. Do you have any idea how much protein you're supposed to eat? When your body's under stress and you're healing for surgery, for Ooh, surgery. so we're gonna go bit. with this so it's this this it's is not- a controversial topic this is a controversial uh, topic. here we Let's go it. how many
2: lentils do you have <laughs> to eat
3: yeah. how, many, how many garbanzo beans how many so like
2: have you guys you seen game changers so game changers is a great documentary it's about this guy who was uh i don't know if you guys have seen it He was a uh, uh, mixed martial artist. He got injured, and he did all this research. He was trying to figure out how to heal himself, and he came about like going on a plant-based diet and all this nutritional stuff. Anyways, I made a huge documentary about it. It's basically about going on a plant-based diet but yeah i'm well aware of all that but there's a it's very like nutrition is a controversial topic i like what you're what you're saying but it's weird like you get you start talking about diet you know i I obviously i'm about it right they make fun of me all the time like what you put in your body is really important and what you do with your body at a time of stress when you're under surgery is really important it's like training for a fight training for a war so i'm all about it The, the problem is is like it's a hard thing to study like it's a uh, you know it's a, it's hard to know what you need and and a lot of these things like the protein recommendations that we currently have uh from the ada the, a lot of the the numbers are kind of arbitrarily made like if you really look into how they were made so i think this is cool um like to do the supplement it makes it easy you can give the patients what they need at the time that they need it most but there's a lot of studying we need to do and i think like genetic profiling and a lot of stuff's going to come and i'm really excited about it. So that's why I wanted to talk to you about it. I, I'm I'm all into this, but I want to hear what you have to say about it.
3: Yeah, no, it's great. So you're, you're absolutely right. There's these huge ranges, right? Where there's, where people, depending on the research that you're looking at, they'll say, okay, you need 1.2 to three grams of protein per kilo, right? Like that's a huge range. But if you split the difference there and you think you need a gram of protein per pound, right? Let's, let's make it just to make it easy. Cause we're in the United States. That's what they made it that's a ton, right? I mean, for me, right? For, for me, I tried to follow this really very closely when I had my own surgery because I was working with Dr. Denard and our team. And I knew all of this research and I just found it very difficult as a regular person to get what I know that I needed. Right. So having a supplement that kind of does a little bit of the work for you, so you're not counting protein. I mean, that's, that's a lot of garbanzo beans. That's a lot
2: of- <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, it's hard, honestly. Like, so I was talking to my, my PA, he's like, how do you make sure you get all the nutrients you need I said, I'm like, I eat the rainbow. And he looked at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, well, I have to eat every color of the rainbow because each color represents like a nutrient <laughs> yeah, no, actually,
3: that's great. That's a great way to do it. It's amazing. Yeah. But no, the the supplement
2: thing is great. Like, um, what what kind of flavors do they have?
3: Oh well, we have chocolate and vanilla. <laughs> you know? And is do you have a request? Because you know the 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 well,
0: he wants bean flavor.
3: Bean flavored?
0: Yeah. No, no,
3: I don't. You know, I like watermelon. It's, but celery, it's cool. There's, there's a
2: lot like of a there's a couple bean? companies now. There's a couple companies yeah. now that are doing these surgical supplements. I think it's great, and we talked about competition. Um, and I think it's great. I think that a lot of these companies, people are going to come out with different supplements, and one's going to be better, and then the other one's going to be better, and then I think we're going we're gonna to get somewhere. It's, it's pretty exciting, but I, I, that's the reason I brought it up, because I think this is where competition really kind of pushes things forward, right? It's not a bad competition, it's a good competition because all the surgeons are looking for something easy to give to their patients because we all get that question. Hey, doctor, what, what can I eat to, so that I can have a good recovery? Or my son's a D1 athlete and I needs to get back to sports after this labor repair. What can I do? And then now we say, here, take this powder. <laughs> well, <I> did,
3: <laughs> which I did,
0: yeah. awesome. <laughs> I think that's so important because that's a that's a variable that we talk about. Everyone always asks, especially as orthopedists, you know, hey, I broke my bone. Should I, you know, eat more cheese or drink more milk? It's like this misnomer of like calcium just alone will do it, but it's nutrition. And with what we do with quite a bit of the soft tissue repairs that we do, you need all of these things that, and again, you I always talk about patients being at risk and who's at risk. I mean, in California, there's sunshine, Michigan, not there's not. Uh, Well, maybe sometimes there's sunshine when there's when they have water and not a drought. Um, But anyways, so there's these we have a a heavier population in Michigan. So we have a lot of diabetics and pre-diabetics. We have a lot of people with thyroid issues. We have a lot of people that smoke. And so before you know it, you have all these things against you for doing well. And so besides having the obvious conversation of don't smoke, eat better, get, you know, thinner, da 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 da, you, I think if I could give them a supplement that would push them towards health, I think that would be beneficial. And so I agree. It's, I think it's so important that you have this in a simple way so that Joe, everybody can just be like, oh, I just got to, you know, take these supplements and I'm good. And that, like you said, gets them going.
3: Everybody likes a little boost. I think it's helpful. And and to your point, the competition side of it for me, I just always look at that thinking we're doing the right thing, right? Sure. I think 100%. I think it's I think it's great if people if other people are identifying the same problem that you're identifying, it's like, okay, we're we're along the right path here and you know, in in the case of healthcare and surgery and things like that, it's like we're talking about people you know these are these are patients who if you're having surgery you have a legit injury right like you're really going through it you're probably having a tough time anything that you can do to sort of take a factor away that people stress about i think is good and if there's more options out there for people that's great right well, yeah we were talking about, it's like protein, so we were it's like
2: protein yeah. shakes protein bars like everybody wants protein You know, if you put protein on something, it's 10 times more likely to sell because we've already in societies like protein's healthy, protein's healthy. I mean, if we could just get people to be like, all right, you're having surgery. This is a a real stressor. Like, Take it seriously. Eat healthy. Don't smoke. I mean, that's going to be huge, right?
0: Right. And I think you, you, we hit it on earlier where we were talking about you have this situation where you have a problem and a solution. And the fact that now it is absolutely being seen as a problem because again with competition we've talked about if you're the only company that came out with this and nobody else even bothered then you'd say do we really have a problem because nobody else is doing it but there's a reason there's Wendy's Burger King and you know McDonald's and everything else cuz there's a problem. There's not enough burgers out there. So we need three. different. <laughs> so, uh, so if we have multiple companies that are making this nutrition, that's great. And they're going to push each other together. <laughs> Sorry. You, you, he doesn't know where those places are.
2: I used to go to those places, man. When I grew up, I went to McDonald's every day and it's not good for you I mean, it's delicious i love i used to get a number one egg mcmuffin Ooh. with the coffee and a hash brown and, <laughs> you know it was amazing i put the hash brown inside my egg McMuffin and eat it like that wow. well awesome. so, that's, that's that's so if you, ever
0: right see, if, if you ever <laughs> see me with the number two for breakfast with a large coke number two is good get, that's the
2: bacon egg and cheese biscuit
0: no 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 it's the sausage mcmuffin with egg and you um, know I'll, i'm you know, I'm hungover when I got you know game. what happened
2: oh. last night. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, you, you know, you know, I'm really hungover if that bad boy's out.
2: Hung over. Hey, so you guys talking about partying, I want to play a game with you, Molly. So, we oh, play a game oh. on this show. Uh, we I call it Keeping It Gangster, right? Where I go over slang words. Um, oh, I got, got mean, some, I got I'm some, you know, my son, my son plays lacrosse, right? So, he's a senior now, he plays lacrosse, he's a midi. He's he's pretty dope, um, and so I got a bunch of lacrosse playing. I want to see like how it Oh God! Oh
3: God! Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Put your
2: put your competitive face on. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start
3: yeah. off with some. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna start off with some easy ones. Okay. So you got to say it. Say the word, and then you got to tell me what it means. You don't have to use it in a sentence. I just want to know what it means. Okay.
3: Oh, I'm nervous. Okay.
1: <laughs> Keeping it gangster.
3: Oh, oh my. You have to say it. Deep If you're going to spell me deep hole, a, <laughs> bee, deep hole a, that is a, This there's no possible way for me to sound, to say any of this without sounding completely creepy. A deep hole is the longer of the shafts for lacrosse players that you, the defensive player only in the men's game, get to use a much longer stick than their, than their friends. That's correct.
0: <laughs> I like All how right. the whole time, if you're watching and you'll see like <laughs> Cup Daddy is just giggling. It's like he, he, knew, so
3: hard, you he, guys. Hard.
0: he knew that he gave you something that was going to make you like, super nervous. I mean, okay. you're, a bit red. What, you're a bit
3: red. What about this? What's this one? FOGO. Face off, get off.
2: Oh, that was too easy. Okay. That's an easy one. All right, I'm gonna get into the harder one. Ready? Uh
3: Top shed?
0: Top shed.
3: That that is that is I have absolutely no idea.
0: That is made (laughs) up from California. Top
2: Top cheddar. It's when you get top shelf, you shoot the ball at the very top top of the
3: net. Top cheddar. No, that's a real one. All right. Yep. I
0: believe maybe it. Yeah. Ton, maybe you're maybe, maybe right. on
2: 17 and underly. How about this one? There's two, there, there's two definitions for this one. So I'll take either one.
3: Lettuce is the is the the, the, the lax mullet. It's the lettuce yeah, is the hair that flows out of the hat. Yeah. And, okay. and, the, and the, the boys, they usually like when their hair's wet, they put the hat on and then they go like this. You yes. don't they, like <laughs> so that it gets the wings.
2: Oh yeah. What about what's this?
3: Biscuit? Why do you why do you look like that, Sharif? Why do you why? look like that? What's the biscuit?
0: I, I would the have ball? said the ball. Yeah. Biscuit's
3: the ball. Yeah. You just went, you looked like you were about to eat of sausage egg and cheese when you did uh, that. Morning. Tomorrow morning. <laughs> this, one,
2: this one might be this one might be new gen, but let's see, let's see this one.
3: Furta? That's, that's not a word.
0: Yeah, it is. <laughs> Is that, a comp- is that a company she works for
3: FURTA? um i am i am you know i am for hire so if ferda is out there and looking for someone <laughs> to bring them to market i'm available it's like for boys you did it for the boys oh. for the boys, boys. So you like That's score those. and then you're yep. like that one was-
2: Ferda, yeah, Firda. like Molly's Ferda, Molly's Ferda, she's Ferda
3: boys, you're about it. <laughs> I, coach my, I coach my daughter, I'm like, do I bring these to like the youth girls game? Yeah, or- ask, or ask your daughter if she's Ferda.
2: <laughs>
3: okay, she last one,
2: last one, my son gave me this one.
3: Birds? Like this is for the birds. Like this game is for the birds.
2: No, like what are birds?
3: They're they're pterodactyls. <laughs> <like> lacrosse girls.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, I was gonna say the girls that like the the lax bros. Uh-oh. The girls
3: that like. Oh my gosh! Did his internet break again?
0: This is a, a weekly occurrence. It's so pathetic. Oh, so he gone. Fun. He gone. And then uh, Bobby is elsewhere. This is not usually how is this is
3: like I, I mean, you guys. Like Bobby's, Bobby.
1: like, Bobby's Bobby like, I'm going <laughs> to So <Anna.
3: laughs>
1: Got it. Bobby's all right. back. All right, I'm, Bobby. I'm back, and I'm about to wrap up half of the conversations you guys have had into one quick story about why I had to just drop out for the last 10 minutes or so. Um, You can see clearly that the hat is off, the sweatshirt's off, and I'm all greased up up top. So um, I told Sharif about this earlier, but got the phone call from my kid's school earlier today. Um, my daughter wasn't feeling well, pick her up, but they found lice. So <gasps> for the past six hours, we've had a, um, a a wonderfully sweet lady over our house picking fucking bugs out of my kid's hey, hair. Hey, check and this out. So- make, make sure she
2: didn't leave one. A lot of these lice people like to leave just mm-hmm. one. And then no, it'll listen. get you over the next month and then they come back.
1: No, no, no. So listen, that's why That's why this looks so good. She just soaked, my, she went through my hair just to make sure everything was good and then soaked it in olive oil. So no I'm just God. like flowing in olive oil right now, dripping on peppermint. my shoulders. Peppermint. And so, so Molly, the, like the best looks, thing is, it looks good, right? The, the whole, <laughs> <laughs> the lettuce conversation, I just told these guys the other day, like, I'm growing my hair and my beard out now. So I'm trying to get this lettuce flowing. And the reason why to go all the way back to the beginning of the episode is the competitive bullshit that Danny, you were talking about, like see Sharif pulls it down and I got to look at that and compare it. (laughs) But my wife told me one day, she was like, we were talking about it. I was joking about my hair, whatever. She's like, you won't grow your hair out there's no way you won't go a month without growing your you hair. Out. And I was like, Oh, I'll show you. I'll show you how I grow my hair. <laughs> <laughs> you want to but- I,
3: um, very recently was sharing a meal with our friend right here, Dr. Sharif. And, uh, in the middle of dinner, he leaned over to me and he goes, I can't believe my hair is longer than yours. And just kept <laughs> eating, as, just kept eating as, Empanadas yeah. or whatever, and I was like, he's gonna go boss them the lawn, like different. They're, they're, they're tamales. The tamales, <laughs> I love a good tamale. Best. I would eat that taco truck tamale in Calabasas all day
2: long, and oh, then you'd be diarrhea all
3: night
0: long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! No, but it's it is crazy though. That's so funny because she this lady doesn't want competition. She wants she wants a return trip, so she leaves one lice. Right? (laughs) Is that what you say? One? Is that right? One. Don't that's, that's When there's
2: lice outbreaks, we put hairspray on all our kids. We're like, hairspray. They don't like it. I'm like, don't bring that shit home. They don't like hairspray. All
0: right. Well, speaking of kids, <laughs> if you ever get a chance to check out Molly's Instagram, they do Halloween right. <laughs> you oh, you go God. look. I mean, she was Dr. Evil one year and she had like eye patch and the bald ass head. And all the kids were something. I mean, this year was priceless. So she's got three beautiful daughters and a great husband that is a great sport because he just does whatever. So they were from back <laughs> to the future. So they were back to the future. So one of the little kids is Doc. One is Marty. One is Bill. Do you have
2: a picture? Pull it up. I'm,
0: Can I'm you pull up for it. Instagram? Yep. Give me a minute. Oh, it was so good. Now, do you get into family competitions with, other families for
3: well your I mean, best. of course <laughs> of course <laughs> we usually, we, let's be honest a lot of it is competition with ourselves it was very hard to beat L- the last year's con- costume where we had Dr. Evil and my three-year-old at the time was mini me and we put her in a bald cap that was difficult oh there she, there she is. oh my god <laughs> Incredible. there's that's there's awesome oldest, greatest, greatest sport of all time um that's fat bastard that that, that daughter that's a daughter and she's um you know Amazing. oh she's the, the fat guy just <laughs> just that's the fact fashion.
1: that they they understand that reference makes me so happy like, the towers. Towers. i will say that's we so
3: cool. you know we have a we have a jokes house we always just we just say you know we keep we keep it we keep it late <laughs> that's,
0: it that's light. terrifying with mr bigglesworth that's yep. so terrifying. <laughs> All right, okay, yeah,
3: that guy.
0: That. Oh shit! There's uh, Willy Wonka right there.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: that's great. Oh,
3: look at the <laughs> little. Guys, I just really like. Uh, I'm like there's Hulk Hogan. Oh,
1: Hulkamania, love it. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh gosh, like, um, you know, I ride excited.
3: high on enthusiasm. That's like the that's the secret sauce for me. Is um, I if people I just like people who get excited about stuff. I like to get excited about stuff. I actually quit my device job. This is a true story. I quit my very, very good OR job, which I liked very much because I was sitting in a car with Michael, who's my husband, who he and I run our business together. And he was thinking about working with this one company. And I heard the guy who's the CEO of the company laugh. We're just driving. And he called in and I heard this guy cackle. And I was like, what? Who is that? Like, what's going on? He was like, oh, that's Kevin Odle. He's the owner of the company. And I was like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit my job on Monday. Like, I have to go work with that guy. Like, I just, I like the way he laughs. And I did. (laughs) That's cool. He did. I just like that. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. man. And where's
0: Kevin from? Where is Kevin
3: from? He's from Chicago. He's WRS, which is Ann Arbor-based, Michigan company.
2: Yeah, he's in Michigan, Um, yeah.
3: We worked with them for a long time and just because they're great guys, you know, I love it. Great. It's another ancillary revenue thing for practices. It's great, but mostly they just get hyped about stuff. I love those guys. They're like hype hypebees. Love it. Yeah. So do the do they work? get
0: hype? Do they get hype by singing Adele?
3: No, but I know someone who does.
1: I know me too. <laughs> Danny, I was driving to basketball last night. And Adele came up on my Spotify because I had been editing the pod before. And I was jamming to that shit. Dude, that shit bangs, bro.
2: (laughs) That shit bangs so hard. Like, I I mean, I listen to all kinds of shit, but I don't know what it is about just those pipes. You're just like, fuck, and just like pumps you up. Set fire to the rain. What does that even mean?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All I can imagine (laughs) is Bobby crossing the kid over. This like twelve year old that he's pooping with, with paint, sticking crossed him over sticking a
1: dell to him. Oh, it's so good. Oh my god, it's great. But hey, I uh, hold on, I got a I got a quick story um off of Molly's, which again, Sharif, you don't even know the story. Um oh, so boy. it'll be it'll be a nice little one for you. But Here. um when it's it's nothing bad. I'm gonna butter him up a little bit. Um but so <laughs> So my story, I was like a career pharma and random rep, everything. And I always joke about how I didn't get into, you know, I didn't go into OR sales because I didn't want to deal with the smell. Like that's the running joke. Really, there's a million reasons why I don't need to get into it. It's not entertaining. But it was always in the back of my mind for years and years as I was building my business. So I did this part time while I was working these little bullshit rep jobs. Uh, you know, this was my side hustle until it became real. I signed one account that put me over my threshold of like, okay, I can go full time now. And that account just so happened to be Sharif when I signed him up as a client. That was one of the best and most rewarding times when I decided to go full time in January of 2020. And then March of 2020 came around and I was like, oh, fuck, like this is the worst decision of my life.
2: (laughs) Like,
1: oh, but,
0: your story is not but, unique your story is not unique no. there's so many people that did that shit and then like march shows up world shuts down They're like oops
1: yep but like but that's when i did that though that was the final line in the sand for me of like okay i'm not entertaining this rep life i'm just it, it's never been in the back of my head ever since then uh and i'm so happy it's not like that that shit is hard it's not for me even though That's I am brilliant. a resident white guy with plenty of blue blazers in my closet, like I could have put. Oh, it off. you
3: would be perfect. <laughs> you got you got the lettuce going now. You you could come to Baltimore. You'd look like you played college across people.
0: <laughs> lax, lax, bro. Speaking of lax, bro, we have one more game for Molly the Wolf. Can we Thanks. bring that up, Bobby?
1: Yep, let's go. I'm uh, I'm ready when you Molly are. Molly the Wolf is it.
0: good. That's gonna
2: stick.
3: Molly Sarah the Wolf's gonna the stick. Wolf. Oh man.
2: <laughs> do not
3: say do not
0: say any of the stuff you've said in the past that you can't repeat. She'll eat your never mind, stop it. Um all right, so we're gonna play a game called Real or Not Real. And it's the the Molly Lacrosse edition.
3: Oh god.
1: Real or not real.
3: Okay.
0: So question one. True or false, in the NCAA, the gloves for all the players have to be the same color.
3: Well, girls, don't wear gloves, okay, guys? So I know this because I have a lot of broken fingers. This gives me, like, Jordan is breaking shoe rule vibes. Um, I say no. False.
0: They all have to have the same color gloves.
3: On the on the team, they all have to have the matching ones yep. part yep. of the uniform. Yep. Okay. Fail, failure. <laughs> right, the miracles, which is why my hands look like this. They're like lots of broken, lots of broken fingers. <laughs> gross.
0: All right. Next. Can a player foul out of a lacrosse game?
3: Yes. True. You can get a red card. Oh.
0: You can get a red card, or you can have five. Minutes of individual penalties, and then you'll be asked to leave the game. Ejected. I've never seen that. Yeah. Your kids don't play hard enough.
2: <laughs>
0: he broke, he <laughs> broke his clavicle. He broke his clavicle. He, 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 he only broke one. I mean, he wouldn't. Your kid's an underachiever, only broke one clavicle. <laughs> All right, next. In women's lacrosse. Can your goalie score a goal?
3: Okay, this rule actually just changed. Um, The answer I believe now is no. I think the answer is no. Before, goalies could, I think, as long as somebody else stayed behind the restraining line, but then they, but there's like pocket rules. There's rules about how deep a pocket can be. So a goalie could score if she grabbed like a regular person's stick, maybe, but no. Final answer.
0: Correct. A woman hmm. goalie cannot score a goal. Hey, it's hey, Danny.
2: Guy, it's weird when the goalie comes out, and, like, it's such a dick move. The goalie comes out, and it, it basically says to the other team, you guys suck. And then they go all the way out <laughs> and score a goal.
0: It's such a dick move. Is Danny listening to, like, salsa music in the background? Is that what no, I hear? No, that's not me.
1: He's, it sounds like he's popping bubble wrap. Yeah. <laughs> <it's not laughs> I mean, I
0: I do hear that. All right, next question. This is a bonus question. In men's lacrosse, can a goalie score a goal? Yes. True. Good. All right. Perfect. All right. Next. Question. I mean,
3: I'm really disappointed about the gloves thing.
0: Yeah. You no. Know? <laughs> yeah. It's too bad. Yeah, that's gonna it's gonna piss you off for a while. This is a, this is a career
3: killer. This this right, podcast ready? has been a career killer. No one's gonna no. call me.
0: No. Probably not. If a player (laughs) has one hand on their stick, can that player hit the opposing player while that player has the ball? Yes. Without a penalty?
3: So it's like slashing, right? Right. Uh I mean you're probably gonna get in trouble. Yeah, probably a penalty, but like you're gonna (laughs) do it anyways, right? You need to get the ball. True,
0: you take take the penalty. So, the answer is they will be penalized. However, if you have both hands on the stick, you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want as long as you don't hit them in the neck or head.
3: Yeah, you, but you still do it, right? Because you need the ball.
0: Yes, you could, but there's a, it's not a legal move to do it with one hand on your stick. You need both hands on your stick to do it.
3: That's all. Whatever. Whatever. Mm. That's all I got. I mean, okay, fine. So good. I think I think this is great. You're doing great. You're doing great. You're a hockey guy. a plus. I got
0: the hockey lettuce going right
3: now. You do. That would be nice out of the back of the helmet, actually.
0: Look at oh. this. I'm gonna put it over.
2: You look head. like a
3: talker spaniel.
2: Wow! 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 Well, oh my gosh. I'm not sure if you really play lacrosse, but. I really appreciate you coming on our show.
0: What? Hold <laughs> on. We we forgot one really important thing that we totally what? forgot to discuss. What? Did you know that Molly used to model?
2: No, I didn't. You did? <laughs> She's gonna have to come back for that.
0: You did. You modeled you never, for physical therapy. Not true. You didn't do modeling for physical therapy when I kind of through your Instagram.
3: For work. But, <laughs> so for work it wasn't it wasn't modeling
1: for work which means that she's a professional model because she was it, being paid for it
3: it was one of my businesses people guys and I like this. we were on a budget and we needed like someone it. with nice scapulas and I have a nice scapula
0: I, I do like the, <laughs> the, wrist, the wrist exercises are my favorite. It was like, oh, yeah. she did one with the finger and it was like this.
3: We had to do, we were doing shoulder rehab videos for this remote patient monitoring app that, that we made. Shout out to my friends, Dr. Anand Murthy and Dr. Paul Sethy and Dr. Patrick Denard, my buddies that we did this together. Why don't those
0: guys want to operate? They just want to make up like
3: they're so great. Small
0: companies. I love it. They're
3: just so smart. And I'm just they're just so smart. And when they when they have ideas, I just say, I'm in. That's it. I like the enthusiasm, you know. I'm in. But we were making a remote patient monitoring app and it required that the patients had home exercise videos. We were on a budget, and I was the only person who worked there.
0: Bobby, do we have the Instagram footage?
3: That is not no. modeling.
1: Not not. <laughs> we don't have, to, I'm, we, I'm, we laughing, don't have to. I'm not
3: going
1: to. I'm on. I'm on Molly's team here. I'm going to support Thank her you, and not uh, not you, keep on pushing. All right. <laughs>
3: Thank you, Bobby. Bobby and I are trying to be friends, guys. Okay. So keep Molly, friends.
0: now that you're our like biggest fan so far, and now you've been on the show, is Bobby as normal as you thought?
3: I can't believe Bobby tolerates this every Thursday night. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe I
1: tolerated every Thursday.
3: <laughs> I think Bobby, We're so benign.
2: Bobby so brings benign.
3: a lot to
0: the table. The, the, the hardest part of this podcast is LA internet. That's it. I mean, like, we can work around LA internet. We're going to be fine.
1: No, but no, no. no. You, oh,
3: are you on and we can hear you. You're, you're the best. You're very fun. You sound great when it's not crackly.
1: no molly when you listen to this i want you to keep this in mind all right when you listen to this there will be no crackles and you want to know why it's because the talent over here all right um the the hardest part of this podcast though is the difference in time zones and schedules because every single morning i will wake up to a text message from sharif at 6 a.m eastern time and then I will get text message from Danny at 1 a.m. Eastern time because he's in California. <laughs> so I can't wake up or go to sleep without these guys in my ear.
3: That sounds about right. The best part
0: is he never knows what time we're starting, did Diddy. And so he writes, he goes, what time are we doing it? And so I said, I actually wrote it out. I said, 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central, 6.30 Mountain, 5.30 Pacific. So wherever That's he is, mean. he can figure it out.
2: They do that for me for ASES meetings like on my email. They they give me all the time zones, so I'm never late. It's too much.
0: It's too much work. <laughs> it's too much.
2: Well, I do want to thank you for coming on the show, Molly. You've been the one of the funnest patient, patients, one of the funnest guests we've had.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just I still don't understand why I'm on here. I'm feeling um very grateful that you guys wanted to chat with me. This is the first time I think any of us have actually hung out uh, that wasn't at a bar. You we know, just bring uh, our friends. We just bring our friends on the podcast.
0: No, but in all seriousness, Molly, you are unique in the sense that you've worked your way through a very um, male-heavy career path and persevered and used it as a chip on your shoulder to prove yourself. And it's that competition. And you wish you could go back in time and win those other two national championships, but we won't go there. Um, But also you're involved in so many unique little niche products that I think are most importantly helpful to patients, but I think are unique in the sense that if, if done appropriately in our practices, don't take us too much more time and, allow for not only better patient outcomes, but increased revenue through an ancillary you know, outlet. So thank you for that. And for any of those that want more information, we'll probably have some of this stuff on the site. And that's why we had you on. And on top of that, you're fun.
3: Hey, and we didn't said. even
0: talk about your drinking that Pat wanted me to ask you about. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hanging out with a bunch of shoulder surgeons is pretty fun. You know, it's a it's a good gig if you can get it. So, um, it's great. I'm very honored to have been guest number ten. Hopefully, this is not your final episode. Hopefully, I haven't subbed but... this for you. Um, it might
0: be because of the internet in LA.
3: <laughs> it's possible, but <laughs> no. It's you guys are the best. I love this. I actually do. I really do listen every week, and it's tons Shit. of fun. I love I, I love know that. she
0: does. She does, because she will text me like on a Tuesday or she's like on a Wednesday afternoon because they drop in the morning. She'll text me on a Wednesday afternoon and just drop something in quotes of what we said. It's usually some dumb shit that I said.
3: There's so much inside baseball on this show. There is. Yeah. <laughs> <it's great. laughs> so. Fun.
0: It's all good, but thanks, Molly. In all seriousness, have a great night. We loved having you on. Can't wait to see you again, and uh, we're gonna probably bring you back at some point. We're just gonna sprinkle you in from time to time maybe I'll
3: maybe I'll be um, the substitute teacher for Bobby if ever he needs a break from you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> oh what, what are you doing next week? And <laughs> subsequent four weeks after that, <laughs>
0: and the next year. <laughs> No, it's all good. Thanks, Mal, for everything.
3: Great. Bye. Bye. Thank Thanks. you guys for us. Bye, guys. been an honor. Thank you.
0: 100%, everyone's calling her Molly the Wolf from now on. Oh, totally. <laughs> I think that's what we're starting to do. I mean, if you come on our show, we're going to coin some sort of silly... Nickname for you. Everyone so should have a DeWalt. nickname.
2: Everybody should have a nickname for sure. 100%. Like we got to promote the alter ego, right? Let it out.
0: What's I your surprised nickname? You didn't have something with ACE. Like
2: my, that's So that's what they call my dad. My dad's nickname is ACE, right? He's an ER okay. doctor. So everyone calls him ACE. Respect. Yeah. All right. It sounds no, cool. That- I mean, I could, I could have taken it. I don't know. I'm not sure.
0: No, I, I like, I like Tough Daddy. I like Nano Na- Na- actually, I really, really like. I mean, <laughs> not, I think it's, but it, I think it's great because it's, it was a powerful iPod that was small. I mean, it was cool. <laughs>
2: That's exactly what it was. It held just as much as the bigger iPod.
0: But it was smaller. And it was like. It held like twelve songs. It was great.
2: No, you could get like you could get a lot of songs, and it had the little dial on it. It was cool.
0: Uh, but it had no screen. It was sunscreen, screen, which made it difficult to figure out like what was going to be your next song. But whatever, we digress. <laughs> Anyways, it, Bob, Bobby is upset with you, and he's going to have to put in some extra time to get the crackle out of your whatever I don't know where you're stealing internet from right now, but it's so, it's not good. So-
2: we're going to have a GoFundMe page, guys. Look, uh, Check out our Instagram. We're going to have a GoFundMe. Fix my effing internet in LA, please. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to I'm a Podstar, not a doctor. It's your boy, Cuff Daddy, signing out. Until next week.
0: It's American Pharaoh. Find us wherever you find your podcasts. Find us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you want to find us. Find us, and I'm out.
1: Peace. Okay. Ground to get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up an
2: have
0: fun. to get a lot of
2: dough and dirt to water obstacles. Cause anything is possible.
1: Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and my nose. Anything is possible. Yeah.
0: To get a
1: The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent.